Hey world, this is Woodoo and I am your host K-Rock. Today's topic is, do black women deserve the protection of black men or just deserve protection uh, in, in general? Now, the reason why this topic has came about is because uh, a friend of mine was telling me he was having a conversation with one of his friends and um, just more or less, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of talk about it. I guess people want to put standards on what type of black woman should be protected. And I feel like there is no standards. If black lives matter, then women's lives matter. Black women's lives. And I'm not segueing it. I am not a feminist. Don't put me in that category. Uh, but I feel like as a black woman, the things that I have endured, how tough I've had to be, it, it's... It, it plays on you. I don't think I have adequately had the protection of the black male uh, or, you know, just from my community in general. Now, when it came to things with my mom, I've now know that she was just naive and not naive, but she didn't know any better. Um, I had a god dad, but he's not a permanent figure in my household. And my biological father was not. Uh, I know him and we have a good relationship, but he wasn't a. He wasn't a he wasn't a permanent figure in my household. Like I didn't have like the super great um, daddy-daughter relationship nor the super great mother-daughter relationship. And I think that all of that strives for in this topic. Like, it, it, it deems from this topic, like, there are a lot of black men that do not like black women and vice versa. And when you ask them why they date outside their race, it's always something negative versus this is just what I like. You like this. This is your, your version of beauty. This is what you're most attracted to. We don't get those answers half the time. We get the, all oh, black women are too loud. You know, she's too ghetto. She wears weave. She it just, it's, it's always something. Always something. And then you got the black woman, not saying all the time. And not saying all the time for, let me take that back. Let me recant. Most men not all black men but most that have never dated a black woman that has said have said things like that not acknowledging the fact that their mother's black or you know like I think that 
if you like in my mind i'm not saying this is true but in my mind i feel like black men that don't like black women and always talk bad about them literally have mommy issues and i'm not saying that black men in general don't have mommy issues because they do they do and sometimes they want to seek um you know seek their mother in their spouse it happens a lot and it comes from the broken home dynamic and everything that has been put against us but the fact that there's so many black men that don't think that their women are worth saving because even if they have a kid with a white woman the kid's still black so they're helping I guess in their mind they're helping our race because now we have more light skinned black people I guess I don't know but uh, I, I can honestly say I have really I really wasn't protected like that and it was from childhood I've had the police called on me because I was too smart. I was too smart for my own good. And that's why the police called was called on me. Uh, it was summer school um, 2006. I was in the ROTC program. And uh, it was this principal. He was from Northeast. And uh, he... Um, was being the vice principal at the summer school up at Westport. And he wouldn't let me in the building because I had flip-flops on. I'm like, okay, but I'm not a part of summer school. I'm a part of the ROTC program, right? And I'm like, and we can wear flip-flops down there, but he wouldn't let me in the building. So then he goes on and speaks, you know, these 10-letter words, which I don't even remember what the word was exactly that I corrected him on and told him that he used it out of context. So then with me correcting him, mind you, we're at school. This is a place of learning. Uh, he got irate. He got angry. And in the midst of that happening, uh, the drill sergeant, who was a black man, he saved the other girl who was quiet and really didn't say anything and didn't want to step up on my behalf to um, tell the sergeant what happened. She just like, that's between them. I'm not in it. He saved her got her some shoes and then just kind of let me to the wolves um I, because she was quiet and she didn't want to you know deal with it I guess and I really and all I got was when I had that phone call conversation with that sergeant because they kicked me out of the that ROTC program for the summer but having that situation with that president with the vice principal and um he what and this is the thing that 
that killed me. It was my word against his. Now, mind you, he was known for carrying a video camera around. So that way, when he did something that they thought was not right to the children, he always had proof of this was self-defense or X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And he had the camera in my face. He was just so irate with me, so aggressive with me. And mind you, at that time, I'm 4'11". I'm not, I'm not a big woman at all. This video magically disappeared. So when the cops got there, everything, it was my word against his. And guess what my word meant? Nothing. This man was in the wrong. Nobody came to save me. And when they, even when I later spoke out my truth, they acknowledged that he was wrong. And all they could do was say, I'm sorry. And sometimes that's not enough. That apology isn't enough. I had to walk home. They called my mom. My mom put salt on the wound because she said, I, sh I know you got a smart mouth. You can't be talking to them white men like that. And it's like, I didn't say anything, honestly, to be disrespectful. But when you're using a word out of content and you're coming to me in a manner of, superiority and I'm not being disrespectful like I, I remember I, I always said yes sir yes ma'am that was that moment in my life changed how I addressed people from then from then on out it was all right yep all right got you I don't care if you're older than me now I don't care I don't call you ma'am and sir until I know for a fact you deserve it. Because you're not my elder just because you older than me. You ain't blessing me with no knowledge. You just as ignorant as I am. But so then in, in, in that situation like I, I got kicked out of the program and I didn't even go to summer school that, that semester, um, which I was supposed to do like the, the summer semester right following after that when they had two parts back then. And uh, I couldn't even do it. I was so I was so done with the whole program and made it just it flabbered like I was flabbergasted. I was hurt, distraught, the fact that nobody believed me. I've always been a good kid. Like I never really you know, I never, I never really tried to start no drama, but, but just because I was just a little bit too smart, quote unquote, for my own good, it was getting the police, you know, on me, this man just grabbing me by my arm, just, I'll just be quiet. No, don't touch me. Get out my face. And it's like. I am, besides 
my marriage, I have never felt so disrespected in my life. I'm a kid. And because I was a kid, I wasn't protected. And ain't you supposed to protect kids? (laughs) Like, I wasn't even a troublemaker. Like, so nobody wanted to hear me out. It's just me being a kid. We didn't. In my marriage, I'm not going to say I was perfect because nobody's perfect. In my marriage, I've done things that I'm not going to say I regret it because I don't regret. I don't regret it. In my marriage, I retaliated in ways that weren't right. I should have just left. I should have just found a way to leave. Somewhere in there, I lost hope. I forgot me and I forgot how strong I was. Because for before I married this man, it was just me. And then when we started fighting, things changed. I'm not going to say he just put his hands on me because I hit him too. You know, like people like everybody goes into, oh, well, ain't nobody going to put their hands on me because I you don't know that you don't know how you're going to react sometimes, especially if it's coming from a loved one. We don't we we don't protect ourselves. We can't protect ourselves all the time. There's there's somebody we going to lose to. But the black community does not protect the black woman. We were fighting. Not only were we fighting, he eventually took his aggression out on my child. So now we're fighting more. And you know what the black community did to me? Because I finally called the police on him. I got shamed. But nobody came to my aid and helped me get out of that situation. They stayed in the house while we fighting in the street. He throwing me to the ground. They stayed in the house. They know he putting hands on me. They know we fighting. They stayed in the house. Came and checked on me from time to time. But nobody actually ever came to my rescue. When I tried to leave, when he wouldn't let me leave, nobody came to my rescue. But then when I finally called the police, I got shamed. He could have died. He could have been another black man dead. It's one thing to put your hands on me. I'm grown. I chose you to be my spouse. I chose very shitty. But you put your hands on my son. 
So you get the police called on you. You heard us. Death is, is imminent eventually, but if you died that in that moment in that day, I don't I don't think I really would have felt so so uh sad, so mournful. But I would have been ashamed. I would have been shamed. Not ashamed. They would have shamed me. Even harder if he would have died. I would have been the horrible person. I'm still the horrible person. Because I called the police on the man that I was fighting with. And that was now putting hands on my child. I'm the bad person. So that's fine. I take that title. But if y'all not going to protect me, then I got to protect myself, right? If, if nobody knows, if everybody knows what's going on, but nobody want to step up and help out, how can you shame me? I was 22 when I got married or when I met this man got married a year later year and a half later I was stupid nobody cared to save me from my stupidity <laughs> I mean I guess in the way of saying oh my god I don't like him that that was the warning that I got or whatever but for the people that actually knew what he was like, what he was capable of, what he could potentially do to me, what he has done to people in the past, the people that knew all of that kept their mouth closed. But here's the thing. In a way, I was saving them. That's the catch 22. See, him marrying me was their escape from him because of the things that he's done within their family. Versus just punishing the man that the way that he was supposed to be punished. Like, and then after my marriage and everything has happened I got shamed because I went to therapy I was being I was being called weak therapy is for the weak in the black community therapy is for the weak in the black community bro When you go through so much stuff by yourself and there's nobody there to help you out, you have to find ways to heal. So therapy was one of the ways that I healed. I no longer, I, I, I always desired 
to have a a family where I didn't look at my son and said, oh, you look like your daddy. Because my son does look like his daddy. And at a point in time, at a moment in time, and a fraction of time, I saw beauty in that man. And I gave him children. Because of the beauty that I saw at a point in time, in a fraction of time, in a moment. And I never wanted to have resentment towards my children because of things that have happened to me. And my son went to therapy as well, just to make sure that he could adjust fine. But do you know how messed up that is? That you're trying to heal yourself and you get talked about. I'm trying to heal myself and I get talked about. I get beat up. I get shamed and talked about. It doesn't matter which way you go. It's always something coming for the jugular. Like I had real serious depression at a point in time in my marriage. And all I could do was heal myself to the best of my abilities. Nobody came to my aid. Everybody just, they knew he put hands on me like, well, you know, I'm just this crazy bitch. You just got to get stronger. Because if that man put his hands on me, you just gonna, you gonna. And that's not how that happens. That's not how that works, baby. (laughs) Like he a whole man. And yeah, I can fight. I'm strong a little bit. I got some hands for you. I'm not going to say that I didn't win. There's only one fight that I won against my ex-husband. One. And that's literally when I stopped giving a fuck. And I went to that, well, you know what? You ain't going to win all of them. But my, my mentality changed. A part of me is dead now. Like, even with the therapy and everything that's going on, a part of me has died. And I met this man so young in my life that I'm now rebuilding me. And I'm I'm saying this because there's so many black females that have children with the man or have children and but they mama wasn't taught to do this or you know they didn't get certain things and the ignorance to healing is a real deficit like it's it's You have to search for help. 
in the black community. You have to constantly search for help and ways to heal yourself in the black community. And I'm not just saying all of this like to bash anybody. I'm not saying like I'm not trying to talk bad on this. I know that there are some women out there that are stiff necked and haughty and have, you know, Jezebel spirits and all of that. They out there. And with them being out there, I know that sometimes it's a tarnish, but everybody got their bad crap. There's still women out there that are just healing. And sometimes half of them Jezebels, they only, they learn from they mama. You know what I'm saying? There's things that they get passed down from generation to generation. Like you don't just wake up one day and just say, I'm just about to be loud and aggressive. You learn it. You learn it. Like to be a black woman is so, so, so difficult. I'm not taking anything away from the black man, but you have to walk a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. You have to move a certain way in order to get respect, in order for them to see you. You can't be a just, just a little off. You can't have a bad day. See, be, to be a black man, you have to work twice as hard to get the same as a white man, right? To be a black woman and to be dark-skinned, you have to work twice as hard in the workforce than not get no sleep because you have to be a nurturing mom and unbeknownst whose choices are those, thanks, we know, right? So then you have to be a mom. You have to work twice as hard and be extra great. And on top of that, you have to move a certain way because you don't want to be come off aggressive and they think you're the black woman with the attitude. You can't look a certain way because then you might be too ghetto versus just expressing the creativity in your spirit. You get, you know what I'm saying? Like, when a black girl dyes her hair orange, she's ghetto. When a white girl dyes her hair orange, she's just expressing her creativity. You know, she's being fashionable. We get looked at differently. But we always get sexualized. They love us for everything we got. But don't want it on us. So I don't I don't really know how to come at y'all with this because these are things that I experienced myself. I was afraid of locking my hair because I know 
that that might just be too quote unquote urban for people. I might look a certain type of way. I won't be considered beautiful. I might not be. But there's a lot of things that I've had to go through and endure being in the military. A lot of things I had to go through and endure just being young and black and working in America. You got to always keep things on a memo. It can't ever be just my word versus his and I'm dropping facts. Like I got to have receipts for everything I do. Everything. Just to prove that I'm not bullshitting. So no, every black woman in America deserves protection because you don't understand what she's been through in order to become the woman that she's become, however she's expressing it. Because I've been hurt, like real hurt. I was just brave enough to seek help and didn't care if I got talked about and shamed. This is Woodoo, and I am your host, K-Rock.